Welcome to the Undercaffeinated Podcast, a weekly podcast for educators who don't have time to listen to a podcast. Kind of like us. Each week, we'll cover a different topic in education in just about five minutes. Our goal is to share bite-sized chunks of PD so that you can join us when you're driving your kids around, preparing dinner, making copies during prep, or really doing just about anything. This is PD for real teachers who are real tired. We are undercaffeinated teachers coming to you from Las Vegas. This is Joelle Masseri, Ashley Pierce, and Erin Tiger. Welcome to episode nine of the Undercaffeinated Podcast. This last weekend, um, Ashley, Joelle, and I all had the opportunity to attend the Snell's um, Conference, uh, the Southern Nevada Educators uh, Symposium, right? And we were able to see Principal L in both a breakout session. And Joelle actually has a really interesting story about how Principal L came to Clark County. Would you like to share that with us? Oh my gosh, I would love to. So I went to a conference last May in Princeton, New Jersey, and I got to the conference and everybody was completely freaking out. They were like, Principal L is here, Principal L is here as the keynote. And I was thinking to myself, who's Principal L? Because he's (laughs) a principal in Delaware and I'm coming from the West Coast. And he knocked my socks off. He's such a powerful orator. He's incredibly inspirational. And so that day I thought he has to come to Clark County because his whole message is about inspiring and uplifting the teachers and educators who serve in underprivileged at-risk schools in an urban setting. So it was just so remarkable. Um, And it was just, it, it really was fantastic to see him in Las Vegas, sharing, you know, his incredible story. Um, you know, when you think about like, well, what is he, you know, what does he talk about? What does he share? He really, he focuses on kids. You know, one of his sayings is to stop majoring in the minor and just focus on what's important. What matters is the kids and the, in what they're, you know, dealing with on a daily basis and how you can uplift them and inspire them, you know, through your service. Um, yeah, that's so important. It is. And I think especially this time of year, it's so easy for your cup to get empty and like your just your engines are just done. Feel so overwhelmed. Uh-huh. You do. You do. It's like you're overwhelmed, worked. It's like you're either over, you know, worked and underpaid. It's just lots of overs and unders. And yeah. so <laughs> it was just he's so and he's such an incredibly gracious man because I had an opportunity to sit with him while he was selling books and then he even came out to my elementary school and talked with our faculty and it just remarkable um and just I can't say enough about the man and he his message for our school was to stop praying for a lighter load and praying for a stronger back you know the teaching's hard and teaching in a title one school is even harder and just you have to keep you know working at it and bringing it day after day but of course like I talked about him incessantly um so I'm so anxious to hear what you guys thought (laughs) oh my gosh well I just I thought that he was first of all super powerful and motivating speaker um you know one of the things that I think we're all passionate about 
um, is having a growth mindset and kind of instilling that in students and also in teachers. I mean, that's really important. How can we, um, how can we expect our students to have a growth mindset if we ourselves don't have one? Um, And so something that he said that kind of stood out to me, um, he said something, or he said, smart is not something (laughs) that you are. It's something that you can become. And I just thought that that was so powerful because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I hear it on a daily basis. I'm not smart. I don't get this. I hate math, you know, all these things. (laughs) And I just want to take that quote and I want to put it and plaster it all over my home for my daughter and my classroom. (laughs) So, so that, you know, we, we can kind of all see that it's something that we have to work at. It's not just going to come. We, we always have things that we have to work at. Right. That, and that work at is the important part because you don't just typically don't just become something by sitting there. Right. That's awesome. Um, you know, so principal L one of the things that I loved and Joel had kind of, um, back when we all three worked together had brought this up at the grade level meeting, like his, his, the four C's, right. We all know the four C's, but Principal Al has his own four C's. I thought that was super interesting, too. I kept trying to guess the C's. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Aren't they fantastic? Erin, do you want to tell us about them? Well, so um, I'm trying to remember. So his his C's are are crazy, right? Um, And in the show notes, there's a there's one of the the C's is up there. It's every student deserves somebody to be crazy about them, right? Um, There's consistency there's culture and then there's um, curious curious that's it but the you know what the consistency one just kind of hit home for me because like I person my personality right I need consistency in the classroom I was super into consistency um, but it just so happened that like the day before um, this conference I I found out some some just heartbreaking news about a student of mine or not student of mine, but a student at my school. And, you know, it kind of hit me consistency. It's not just consistency, like expectations, it's consistency, like behavior, like our behavior, like these kids are, are seeing parents and families and, and, and adults who have no consistent behavior. So for them to come to school and see that we consistently love them, that we consistently know they can do it, that we consistently praise them, even if they make a bad choice, that, that that's, that's what they need. They don't necessarily, yes, they need the consistency of the day-to-day routines, but they need that consistent adult who loves them. And I was just like, mind blown like I was in tears just thinking about this you know and then I think we all I didn't know this Joelle I think you knew this I I think we're all kind of like that whole brain science that he was talking about you know I knew it but I had forgotten (laughs) about it and I like I needed to hear it again and it was powerful and I'm sure you know having newborns at home or Mm -hmm. infants at home you guys loved it and then for me, it was just like so powerful when you think about the community that I serve. Yeah. Um, yes. But Aaron, do you want to tell us about what that brain science was? Well, just the, the, the he said that 80 to 90% of the brain is developed 
by the age of five, right? So I know when I taught fourth and fifth grade, I'd get so frustrated because I'm like, you guys know better. Like, you know better. And it's like, oh, okay. Like 15 years later, like I've been saying this all my like career. No, no, maybe they don't. Because if that, that sense of self-regulation and that understanding of consequence wasn't developed before they were five, then it's, if they can, they can learn it, but it's going to take a long time to rewire that. And I, I think it helps with kind of just understanding where some of our students are coming from kind yes. of on that daily basis. I know I came home after that and I was telling my husband about it all day long because we have a nine month old. So <laughs> right. I mean, we only have four years and three months left. <laughs> I know it's just, it's, it is powerful. And I think it really helps you look through it at a different, through a different lens when you're, you know, working with a population that didn't have um, access to nutrition and, and just, yes. you know, it, it, you know, it's just, it, it was very powerful statement. Um, so I'm glad that you shared that. Agreed. Thanks. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, overall, you know, when we think about pushing this out to social media, um, the question that he asked that I'll push out to our followers is when was the time you made a connection with a student that you felt like you really had an impact? Yeah. So let us know on social media. We want to know what your thoughts are. If you've seen principal L, we want to know um, mm-hmm. kind of what you thought. I'm sure everyone thought he was just as fantastic as we have. And Joel has been telling us all about principal L. So we are so glad that we were able to see him. But um, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, make sure thank to you. follow us on Twitter and Instagram at undercaffeinated. And we'd <laughs> love to hear from you. So thanks, everyone. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you.